Pit Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. Hi, Marissa. Whoa. Whoa. I was going to say, and I'm the podcaster who thinks he's lucky, but he's really getting screwed. A.K.A. Victor Miguel. Why are you really getting screwed? The idea is you're supposed to take a line from the episode and introduce yourself as that. <laughs> okay. You could have said, I'm the premium adult entertainment, Marissa McHale. Uh, I could have. I wish I did. <laughs> I really wish I did. We are here to discuss episode 11 of season three of Dexter titled... I, I had a, a dream. Uh, nice. Wow. Um, so we just finished watching the episode moments ago. Yeah. Uh, are you able to hold your primer thoughts while we go through some things? Or? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll start posting it more this week now that we know. Facebook Live, Friday, December 14th, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Um, a lot of people are super excited for it. And it's funny because we always end up with like not a huge audience, but it always makes it for like a more, dare I say, intimate yeah you know um and i feel like there's always some i mean everyone that has watched our facebook lives have definitely added to it just in their comments and and you know even just if you don't say anything you just say hi that you're stopping by but i feel like um there's always something mentioned that we forgot or something that we overlooked that always like brings a little bit more to the podcast as well sure which is nice uh i think this time what we're going to do is after we record and sort of like a Facebook live special only. Um, and, you know, you could watch the Facebook live after we do it. But I want to like premiere the season four trailer for you Ooh. and just sort of get your thoughts. Um, so now is season four like the best season? Re- by many, it is regarded as the best season for okay. sure. Um, there's just a lot. I mean, you already know John Lithgow. Yeah. You know, he's in it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I watched the trailer that. It was official by Showtime, but the the you know the next week on, they just reveal so much. The next week on of this? No, no. I, oh. I, guess, I guess what I meant is starting with season four. Season four, we have huge. Like every week is like, oh my. There's no next season. There's no like building up to whatever. There's like one episode that's a little weak, but overall, like I know by the I know within like the first mid half hour of season four, you're gonna be like, oh, um, I could see why. Yeah. Like season, but season four and season two kind of. You know, everyone that's like their favorite pick. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I watched the trailer to like show you, and I'm thinking like, huh, do do I want to show this? But they do a really good job of showing you what the season's about. Cool. But that'll be like a Facebook Live only thing. Just yeah, that'll to, be fun, and we could like kind of discuss it there. Um, so we're heading into Chris. Well, we are full blown Christmas season. Yeah. Um, but yes, join us for Facebook Live. Uh, again, I'm. I keep saying this. I haven't tested it out. We might do YouTube as well. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, um, it's fun. Like like you said, we kind of talk, chat, hang out. Um, we record our episode and we kind of interact. Just sort of, you know, stuff that other people bring up. Um, what else did I have to say here? You predicted Dexter, and we'll go into your primary thoughts here, was going to be, was captured by the Skinner. Yes. Um, so that being said, your primer thoughts, Marissa McHale, live adult entertainment. <laughs> so um, now, and I've said this a few times, after 
watching um, an, uh, a series and having to do a podcast on it, you kind of like analyze every little thing. So it almost, it hinders your watching experience a little bit because you can't get lost in it because you're too busy thinking of what the next step is. So I feel like with season three, I could see where a lot of the season was going or I thought that I could see where a lot of the season was going. And I feel like this episode really had a lot of surprises. When you say you thought where this season was going what do you mean by that like in broad strokes um like i i thought that miguel would eventually get killed i thought that um i don't know i guess just that kind of stuff like um like how we knew laguerta knew that that miguel you know like so i guess those kind of things um you could kind of like see it plant uh you know panning out in front of you but this episode definitely had a lot of surprises a lot of twists and turns um when Dexter punched Masuka. Yeah. That was hilarious. Like like I was just I was so shocked. I was not expecting that at all. I actually like forgot about the bachelor party cuz it was like kind of such like a minuscule little plot, you know, filler that I totally forgot about it. Um no, that was really really good. I it was it was funny. Uh that's one of the surprises at I, I I'm going to skate off your primer thoughts and I'll come back to it in a second. I you know how many how many podcasts I listen to, yeah. And now that podcasts are so open, you know, if I want to find the podcast on whatever, I, I have like a few different podcasts to choose from. But I love hearing the of the moment episode, meaning like I can't do it with this season because I didn't watch this live. But next season, I could put you exactly where I was sitting, what yeah. we were all thinking going into it. Um, but I like this, and again, this was binge watch, and I remember the episode like, oh shit, they caught that. Like, how is he? And we were still of the mindset like, and, and again, I, I guess as you age as a television watcher, you you know you could kind of tell Dexter wasn't going to get killed th- th- this episode, like, right? You know? Right. But when you're watching it, binge watching it, and it's really drawing you in, it's like, oh my god, like how is he going to get out of this? And you know yeah. he's going to get out of it. Yeah. Our, same thing. Total shocker that it was well, and capturing part, him for his bachelor party. Yeah, and a part of also this, and this is a lot later into the episode, but um, just how you said, like you know, like you kind of you don't know if Dexter's gonna get killed, and then you think no, he's not. I kind of felt that about Laguerta. I was like, I was like, you know, because the whole episode they're kind of hinting that Miguel's going to kill her, or right. you know, and um, I was like, no, 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 and then when Miguel shows up in the kill suit in his little kill outfit, whatever. Right. I'm like, oh my god! Like that's gonna happen. Like I really thought sure. it was gonna happen, you sure. know. Um, but yeah, and then another another little a little tidbit. <laughs> um, so we've we're we've just been doing the last few episodes, maybe two or three. This might be the third um, of watching the episode and then recording right after. So again, we're kind of um, you know seeing what works best for us and what style works best for the podcast. And I don't know how you feel because we try not to talk about it, but I think I really like it. I like it. And this is maybe something a little bit more personal than it is for the podcast. But there's times I need you, your eyes on screen. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need her to watch. Because there was a point, right, where Dexter Dexter is talking about killing Miguel. And he's like, I could pin it on someone else. And then they show a picture of George King. And I know you didn't see that. So, But the reason why I say this is because we used to do, we watch it. No notes. Yeah. We just watch it. And then we do notes. Yeah. So I know, but there's times, like, I mean, the past two weeks I've done it, like, pay attention. Because I know, like, this one here, when he opens the trunk... Yeah. I'm like, pay attention because I know it's coming. Yeah. So like maybe, you know, whatever. I'm with you, though. I think we get like a lot better um, 
Because it's difficult for us to watch an episode and not have any conversation at all. We try our hardest not to, right. but it's difficult to not have anything, right. you know? Um, especially if we watch the episode and then we record days later. So with this, you know, we literally just finished the episode five minutes ago. There was not even time to have a conversation, you know? Um, so that's why I like this better. But yeah, I wonder how we how we do that next season. But thus far, like, yeah, there's little moments like that, but that's more of a personal. I definitely. OK, so I'll just go as far as saying I definitely liked like doing this better than the binging. Yeah, yeah. The binging was no good. This was That's, a great season to experience. Yeah, though, yeah. Um, but that was that was a fail. I could, I, I, everyone, and God, all I'm doing here is just like promoting season four. But <sighs> I don't know how you're not going to want to watch the next episode. The next episode in season four. Yeah, season four is just balls to the wall. But since we're still in season three, do you think this was the best episode thus far? I had a dream. This is the episode. Ooh. Let me just give a little um context whatever this is the episode where LaGuardia catches on to Miguel that he he killed Ellen Wolf um they sort of cracked the Skinner case in terms of they could they they found him but you know he's still on the run and Dexter eventually captures Dexter has his bachelor party and they capture Dexter captures Miguel kills him spoiler alert um I was cutting you off on something Oh, is this the best episode of the season? Um, I think I still might have liked last week's episode better. That was like, yeah, because they were just topping each other. Left and yeah, right. I think that that was... Um, this episode, definitely everything kind of panned out. Mm-hmm. But last episode was, yeah, like kind of that like on the edge of your seat type yeah. thing, you know? So I think I still like last episode better, but I, this would have to be the like second best, you know? Uh, it was definitely up there. So... If you had to put this episode into one word, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, do you have anything? Because I I thought about it going into it, and then I was like, oh my god, they say this particular word as much as they said shield in that first few episodes. Really? Trust. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Like, just the idea is like, how could, you know, Miguel's whole speech is, you know, trust yeah. and Dexter and all that and then the idea like deb comes to yeah. dexter and then even laguerta trusts dexter and all yeah. that you know and dexter um, trusting deb sure is that what, yeah i mean like all of yeah. it you know um so just like the, the theme or yeah whatever no you're definitely right yeah uh our episode starts out with like we said dex was captured the previous episode can you imagine how frightening this is no like just being like what? thrown up and thrown in a trunk i'll probably pass out from just being in the trunk yeah i feel you like you do that as a little kid no. like lock yourself in the trunk no. <laughs> so I think I did it. I did it like quite a few times because there's like this little hatch you could pull. Do you remember that whole big thing of like if you ever captured in the car, you got to look for this little. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I yeah. remember like purposely doing it and there's like this little latch that you could just pull and obviously Dexter can't do it because he's in the car. But the so... more the more stories you have <laughs> of when I was a little kid. <laughs> um, poor Vince, though, of all people oh that gets God. punched. But yeah, this is definitely one of those ideas of like oh my god before dexter's bachelor party let's you know trap him in the trunk of the car of like no like that's never a good idea so none of my friends listen to this probably besides colton listen to this podcast if any of my friends listen and they kidnap me for my bachelor party i'm going scorched earth on all of you scorched earth but none of them listen to this so that's i'm speaking into the just uh, we are getting married next year, and Ooh. we have our our bachelor and bachelorette parties coming up. Um, did you do you have any notes on that, like regarding Dexter's bachelor party compared to like ours? No, I was you? Just, I, no, I was wondering if you were going to say anything like regarding my bachelor party compared to Dexter's, whatever. We'll that get you're there. The, that you're the stripper king. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
Meaning I strip. Um, I thought it was really good use of Harry here. Yeah. And I remember, like, this is the season they introduced Harry as, like, a, another character, you know? Um, I just, like, he was like, no, like, I'm not mad at you. Like, good for you for trying to actually do something and make yeah. a friend. And, I, you know, I don't know if that's him being sarcastic or whatever, but... We have the screen paused right now, right after Dexter punches Masuka, and all of the guys in the office are, like, laughing. Look at Quinn. <laughs> Everyone is like, oh, shit, you know? Like, yeah. that's so funny. Wet dreams, adult excursions. <laughs> Look at that. Nice. So funny. Um, the biggest gasp from you when they open the trunk and Dexter punches Masuka. Totally just wasn't expecting it at all. Usually you get, like, a... <gasps> This was like, <gasps> yeah, I can't do it because it hurts my throat. Yeah, um, prob- no, it was really good. Probably one of the best voice o- use of voiceover when, you know, Masuka's like premium alcohol, all you can eat buffet, a pre adult entertainment, and Dexter's like, kill me now. I know. <laughs> um, imagine how crazy Dexter's life is, right? Where he's at his bachelor party and he's about to get married. He's plotting to kill the best man. Yeah. Like, here you are. You're supposed to be having fun with all your friends. This is your night to be live like a king. And he kind of, like, is on, like, a throne of sorts. Yeah. And all he's thinking of, like, how can I kill this I man know. in front of me? That's I a know. crazy life to be living. There was a Reddit post of, like, how the hell does Dexter earn enough money to do all of this? Oh, my God. On a, on a, on a, a police whatever right. salary. And I know there's numbers out there, but there's no shot it af- he affords all of yeah. that. I, and I always go to, how does Dexter manage his lifestyle? I know. Between the not sleeping and everything. But just what a crazy, like, imagine, like, leading up to your wedding, you're just plotting to kill your no. best man, you know? Um, that sounds so Florida, though, right? <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, Miguel here sort of gives a speech about trust. Um, I don't know how, and it's funny, it's something I noticed this time watching around, how does Miguel think this relationship is repairable? I have no clue. But they also don't speak the entire episode, right? I'm almost positive they never interact. Yeah. After this, after their this right. Dexter's bachelor party, they never interact. They never like, hey man, I'm really, can we let's try and right, you know, right. Um, but I mean, it's still insane the idea they just met a few months ago. I know. You know what I mean? And and he's up there like roasting Dexter and then yeah. trying to have this like heartfelt. Yeah, it's just very awkward. I I always love this scene where Miguel is just like you know like Dexter, what are you trying to get people to like you? And I know Dexter's laugh is hilarious. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when he says like you know might as well stick a clogged arteries and stick a a, a knife in my ventricle, Dexter, Gonyo. Gonyo, oh yeah. Um. By the way, I don't think I can't believe we didn't say it. R.I.P. Miguel. That's oh, it. Yeah. No yeah. more Miguel. Yeah. You know what though? I'm no glad. I'm glad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so see. See. Wow. Yeah. Goya. Um. Goya. The, <laughs> did you just say Goya? The idea that this bachelor party ends hour or so before they all have to go to work is that is that is that the type of bachelor party that you would want? No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. When when Dexter's voiceover is like, what what does he say? Like, oh God, help me, or like, what does he say when? Oh, kill me now. Yeah, I I felt like that was like you. <laughs> I'm um, just like, <laughs> you know what? It, it's funny, and, and it, I don't want to sound like this, but like the all you can eat and the alcohol. Yes. <laughs> like I don't need my friends say we say this all the time to all of our wives, girlfriends, fiancés, whatever. Like. The idea of like anyone to think that we're out getting girls yeah. or at a club like trying to, 
what meme and i imagine it once you get to a certain age with your friends you all go out you stand in a circle and you laugh at each you make fun of each other yeah you know um but yeah like and again it's everything like you know because we get it from barbara vagina and rita like so what'd you do last night yeah whatever um but isn't this crazy like dexter just got in from a bachelor party he has to go to work and whatever for all that planning that v- that vince did like poor planning oh my god like, like why you know, yeah you know they're all cops too yeah like you know um if you don't have bagels for me minutes after my bachelor party ends, like Rita does for Dexter, this impending marriage is a... Uh, wow. I'm just saying. Well, when you get back from your bachelor party, we'll I be ha- having a pool party. <laughs> I had my... I, what I started typing up of is like, if you ask me how my bachelor party was minutes after I wake up, after I just got in... I already know. We're, you're going to ditch me at the altar. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but you know this is television and so on and so on. Um, Do you think Rita has a little bit of a bump right now? Let me. I I I didn't see much of it. I don't think you ever see a, a bump. Oh no. All right. If they do, they 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 sure as hell don't show it. You know. Like if she does, it's very quick. Did you see one? I thought I thought maybe I did, but I guess sure. I didn't. Um, Rita's Rita's checklist hour by hour. <laughs> For the itinerary of the wedding. Yeah. Do we have to have that? So it's really funny. We um, did a lot of wedding talk today. Yeah. And um, and it's definitely a little overwhelming. I think that um, you and I have had a very easy time thus far, um, which has been nice. Like we pretty much agree on everything. And if sure. your opinion is stronger than mine or vice versa, we kind of, you know, both choose whatever is important to us. But um. But that checklist is severely overwhelming. Like, I I don't think... I mean, I think that we have, like, there's, like, a list or, like, a timeline. But I don't... I It just... It can't look like that. <laughs> I don't know if it's the format or what. Right. So, I'll get back to that in a second. I wanted to point out on there, it says honeymoon. It says something regarding the honeymoon. I only bring that up to say that becomes a factor next season. Ooh. And it's something I never caught while watching it, but it's like, oh shit, look at that. Honeymoon season four. Uh. Um I think I think it's great. Let me ask you, because I was just like sort of looking up what other people were doing watching live, right? Like back in two thousand eight. Um what they thought of this while while watching, whatnot. Um they were like, Dexter is probably probably you know, hurts himself 1% every day. The idea that he cannot have a logged itinerary of like all his kills, like yeah. his trophy case, the way Rita has that. Yeah, that's know? so funny. But, um, you know, Rita's itinerary, and then we sort of see like in Dexter's head with Harry, he has like the kill plan for Miguel Prado. Right. It is, I, I think it's just funny. It's just sort of like Rita is about the wedding and she has this, like we have the same binder yeah. right under yeah. the table here. But like in Dexter's head, he like, you know, the idea of like, cause he's like, right. The, like he said, he's a very neat monster. He probably yeah. does everything, you know, um, I always loved that kill plan for Miguel Prado book. Yeah. That was definitely funny. The trailer for season five. I, I don't want to, I, I can't even give you a spoiler if I wanted to, but they show it in a trailer and it's just kind of really cool. It's like a little like tidbit. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. And Rita's Rita has that an hour, hour by hour by hour breakdown and Dexter, um, the kill plan for Miguel. Um, I guess we could do, I kind of chopped this up into a little bit about Deb and Anton and then obviously the Dexter Miguel LaGuardia thing. 
Um, Deb comes in to Dexter's office. Um, and again, this whole idea about trust, right? Like Deb sort of learns what most kids do. I yeah. think I would assume where like their parents aren't the picture perfect person right. they were. And they, I like, feel like they if anything, she's flaws. kind of learning that a little bit later. You think so? If we want to say Deb's early thirties, <laughs> you think you yeah. le- that's when most, yeah. Um, and the idea that Deb is much like Harry. Yeah. I, while we were watching you over said, Oh yeah. When they kind of like put them together and how they're sort of the same. So, um, I obviously, I remember that Harry had a relationship with Dexter's mother, right. but I like forgot that she was kind of like a CI. Well, she definitely, right. well, she was a CI, you know, I, I forgot that. Um, and I definitely did not obviously link the two. Cause yeah, when, when, um, they were talking about it. I totally remembered that, and um, I, I just thought that was interesting. You know, she's she, she's kind of beating herself up over Harry not approving of Anton when really it's like you <laughs> yeah. are you know more like Harry than you think. You know, right? right. Um, yeah, I, I think right. it's just so silly that she's like beating herself up over this and literally like making herself unhappy not being with him to the point where she can't even be in a room with him or look at him because she's going to be upset about it because he doesn't, you know, fill out everything on her checklist of what she thinks she needs. And then it's like, you know, later in the episode, we learn that, you know, Quinn, who kind of does cross off everything that she says she wants out loud is nothing is not good for her and nothing of what she wants. You know, they don't even get along as partners, let alone, you know, work partners, let alone as relationship, you know, whatever. Um, So it's just interesting how, you know, what you think you need maybe really isn't that, you know, do you, are you with me in the idea of like the Deb and Anton thing, even, and even the Skinner is the B plot. The main focus is Yes. Yeah. Don't you feel it's so weak? Like, do you, do you, on a scale of one to 10, do you care what happens to this? Like, what's your investment in like the whole Skinner, Deb Anton thing? I, I, I actually really like Deb and oh, Anton. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean, I mean, whether you like them. I just mean, how much do you care about their, their storyline? I guess, especially when you look into past um, seasons and season two, I guess was a little funny, but like the first season, like the ice truck killer, like all you wanted to do was find out who that was. Right. And this is like, like, yeah, we know who the Skinner is and we know all that. But even like before we knew who the Skinner was, we wanted to know, but it was still like the subplot. It still wasn't like the main thing, you know? So it is funny that that, that, that happened that way, you know? And that's sort of why season three gets a knock. Why it's like kind of usually towards the bottom of when uh, like fans rank them. And it's be, I think it's just because the, the B and C plots, like do you like that Barbara vagina and Batista, their thing has boiled down to I'm a plus one now. Yeah. Like that's his arc. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, when, when again, the show is called Dexter. So how would yeah, you Yeah. So focus? he's not really supposed to have. But it's just like, man, this surrounding cast, they got to give them nothing to do. Yeah. And it like, I guess too, like they tried to give Masuka something. I'm like, you don't really care about this girl. No. And you know, they don't make you care enough. Yeah. And, you know, um. I just always was like, ah, the Skinner is such, and you know what too, like, I guess he's not, I think we've talked about this already, so I'll move on, but like the Skinner isn't even like physically impending. No. Like if he was here in the room with me, I wouldn't feel that no. whatever fighting him, whereas if, if the ice truck killer was in this room or, or even, I don't think it's what, Doak, yeah, Dokes would kick my ass, but yeah. like, 
I wouldn't want to fuck with the ice truck killer, Brian. But yeah. the Skinner, I feel like I could take. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could take the Skinner. Like, you know. <laughs> Uh, so Anton comes in for more questioning. Uh, I really didn't have much on this besides like how terrifying it is. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I will say, because we kind of been talking the past few weeks about acting. I did like the acting in this scene. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was like... I really like Anton. And it's like so funny because I feel like Deb kind of caters to a lot of her past relationships just from what we've seen and you know she wanted to go lay out on the beach in bikinis and Lundy was like nope we're going to the mountains and it was just like okay like you know she kind of just goes straight to catering to her man and I feel like it's nice that Anton like is kind of like wanting to take care of her for once and wanting to cater to her and it's almost like she doesn't know how to to take that in you know sure but um yeah just even more stupid that they broke up but anyway yeah, I really don't have much about that scene. Just just besides the fact that like it's just a good scene. It's and it's like terrifying. Yeah. Here we are talking about. I don't really care about the Skinner, but I felt it in that scene for of sure. How terrifying it was what happened to Anton. You know, um, like just the idea of like just skin coming off, whatever. And for sure, yeah. Like what we come to find out is eventually what like sort of quote unquote cracks the case. But at the time, it's kind of fucked up to hear like. Oh my god, he was like, you know, and he just stopped skinning me and he just went through my pockets and he took my chain he took my chain. It's so funny because when they said that, and I feel like with Dexter, they never just say something to say it. There's never like a filler line. It always like comes back full circle or you, you know, like, oh, I remember a few episodes ago when they mentioned this and now we're realizing why. And I knew when they when he said he took my change, because that was just like a random line that i was like okay i know that that's gonna have to come back at some point you know i remember watching i didn't pick up on that i was just kind of i thought they were just making it seem like the skinner is so ruthless like you know he fucking took your sock you know like he just did something so twisted like you know and taking your spare change isn't twisted but it's just like oh like how degrading yeah you know um so they're at this hut i don't know what you call george king's little yeah deal um and, you know, this is where, you know, her cell phone doesn't work, so... Sprint. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he has to go over to uh, the payphone. Um, Quinn tries to ask out Deb. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was like a, a, a 50-50. It was kind of like Quinn didn't even know if he really was going to ask her out or not. Mm-hmm. But it was like, let me just go with this, see where it goes, and see how Deb takes it. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, I feel like Quinn... Maybe is like attracted to Deb, but doesn't even know where he was going with that. You know, not that I remember what happens next episode, but man, did that Quinn thing flame out, right? Because I mean, we haven't. I don't think I've asked you for the past two episodes. Remember, at one point you were like, "Quinn kills Dexter." Or oh yeah, Quinn's I wonder what's gonna, what's going to happen. What's Yurizuki at? Yes, I, I, I guess, and I'm giving you a little bit of a, a spoiler Uh-oh. here. Like it, it totally. I think this is the, the the fallout. We just find out he had a rich uncle. Did they say that this episode? Yeah. Okay. So we just find out he has a rich uncle and he's not, he's not, he's just another cop. He's nothing. Um, really? I, I I can't remember if she shows up next episode. Okay. But well, this, this is where it, just, it flame it flames out to nothing. Okay. Maybe she pops up again, but I think it's whatever. Um, but we sort of learned that this Skinner is doing trees for this woman who winters down here. Um, so they go to that house and they find him, um, Deb, when she calls 911, says 931 Harbor Drive. Mm-hmm. And looking that up, it's actually Key Biscayne. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the protocol is because the Skinner 
<coughs> the Skinner cut uh, Quinn's head, sure. like kind of attacked him with a knife. And I wonder what the protocol would be because Deb kind of stops and makes sure that Quinn's okay. But you could kind of see that Quinn, like, I mean, he looks like he's pretty messed up, but you could kind of see he's going to be like physically okay. Like he's going to live. Huge gas so, by you, by the way. So I wonder when- um, what the protocol would be like, because I was like, okay, like, yeah, Quinn's hurt, but you could see he's going to live. Like, why aren't you running after the Skinner still? Yes. Um, like, this is all you guys have been doing is tracking down the Skinner. He's finally so... And I, I heard her say, like, you know, get a helicopter so yeah. that they could look, you know, look out, whatever. But I wonder, like, would that normally have happened? Or would it just be like, hey, are you okay? Okay, cool. Bye. And like... Not a cop, but I imagine if this happened between you and me, right? Like, someone came over and, like, let's just say did something to you. I imagine my gut instinct would to like be to come to you and be like, "Oh my, are you okay?" Even if it was, I mean, a superficial cut could look disgusting when yeah. it happens. So I imagine, but I imagine just be like, "Are you okay? Are you like, are you alright?" And then just running after. Like I imagine that's what pro- I just. But I think like human nature is to. I guess, and I get where you're coming from, but I think that if you were a cop... Sure, sure. That's what I meant. Like, I'm not a cop and whatever. Yeah. I just would human instinct would just to be like, you know... Because I could like, almost like feel Quinn being like, Morgan, don't wait. Like, don't right. hang around. Like, go get and him, realistically, you know? what can you do being yeah. that there was a cop, not a paramedic yeah. in that instance with no... And he wasn't tools. shot. Right. Like, if, like again, like, it didn't look good, <laughs> but... I, but... I, I guess, too, it's like, even if he was shot, what was Deb going to do? Yeah, You I know, know what I mean? Yeah. But I think your instinct is to just stop, yeah. but... Yeah, you know. Um, but they made it seem, they sold it as something a lot worse happened to Quinn than, I mean, he has a band-aid. I know, yeah, you just <laughs> see the band-aid on his head. Break! And now, everything Victor wants on his bachelor party. <laughs> Premium alcohol, all-you-can-eat buffet, plus high-class adult entertainment. Kill me now. Thank you for that, and we're back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I haven't coughed in like a week. I feel like I've Will been. Will you talk this much? Not you. I'm just saying me. I, I get it because I feel it in my throat. Yeah. It's just we're constantly talking for a half hour. And if you realize it's a sort of like, you know, you kind of I guess, yeah, because I, I was sick with a cold and I had like a lingering cough for a little while. But I feel like I haven't coughed in a week until right now. Well, we all hope you're okay. Thanks. Uh, two things. Yeah. One. Actually, I got three things. Whoa. Tris. Tris. One. I mentioned the survey last week that was on Reddit. And I'll guess I'll save it for Facebook Live because it's really thorough. A lot of people voted on what they liked the most, the best, like the best character, the best whatever. Um, In the whole series? Yeah. So some of it's going to be a little tough for you, but just how people, how many people voted and ranked seasons, whatever. Um, So not three things, but 1A, 1A, 1B. Okay. For our Facebook Live, December 14th. God, I hope that's the right date. It is. It is. is. December 14th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be on Facebook Live at our Facebook page, The Index there. Um, we're bringing the heat this time. Whoa. Right? Oh, no. What? Because now don't, if we... No, don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Oh. But now if we don't significantly oh, no. turn we're, up the heat... What was what was my idea besides... Oh, no, no, no. We're bringing the heat. We're, 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 we're going to be Christmas and Dexter intense. Oh, boy. I, I think... Remember what I told you my idea was? Oh, yeah. Um, I think it'll take a little bit of planning. 
but I, I think I think we'll we we're bringing the heat. We're bringing it. Second, if you happen to have a Nintendo Switch and you're playing Super Smash Brothers, uh, message message me on any of our platforms. Um, Victor's my, been smashing friend, all night long. <laughs> get my friend code and um, let let's smash. Let's let's do it up. All right, Trace. Uh, well, it, it was it was one. The survey is going to be. I'll do it on the Facebook Live next week. One B was okay. So then I'll do Trace. Um, a little a little Laguerta discussion. Ooh, that was actually in my notes. Um, um, so and not that we are judgy, but I happen to think that Laguerta is really pretty. Um, I think that she's like an unconventional pretty. If that makes sense, like <laughs> oh, no, wait, you said the word and I have it in here. I got to look in my notes. But go ahead. Um, I feel like she's not like your stereotypical whatever, but I think that you she's... said not your usual pretty. <laughs> okay, so that yeah, um, but I think she's really really pretty. So Victor is fifty fifty. He agrees with me fifty percent of the time, and then the other fifty percent of the time, he thinks that she looks like a grandma. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, it happened because she had her hair <laughs> up, right? She had her hair up in this first scene that I that we'll start. We'll start part two so with. You like the hair up. For like where, during that scene, like that's when the scene you brought up is the first time she's on screen and she's sort of comparing Toby. The guy Toby is like, yeah, yeah, this SUV, the big halogen lights, this big truck, and she's looking and she has her hair up, and I'm like, here she looked good, and here you were like, no, I don't think so. But then like in the next scene she shows up in, or maybe that's the third scene, and she has her hair down. I was like, no, she looks too too much like a grandma, and that's where you thought she looks good. Um, so I went to the Dexter season five premiere. Uh, was the premiere or the finale? It was the finale. Sweet brag, bro. <laughs> it was the finale in New York City. Um, and Batista, uh, is, uh, Angel Zayas, no, David Zayas, and LaGuerta, what's her real name? Lauren Velez, showed up. LaGuerta is, or, or should I say Lauren Velez? She has a twin sister, by the way, which is really, twins freak me out. <laughs> LaGuerta's super short. She really? Four like, eleven. Like Never yeah. would have thought that. Well, not four eleven. That's like really short. Like my boss is super short. Let me see if they have a, a um a height on Lauren Velez here. Um five oh five five. She was this not she is not five five. And five what are you? I'm five five. Yeah, I'm no, five she six. Was shorter than I'm you five six. Sure. She was shorter than you. Five six is like pushing it though. I, I think that I'm actually five five. But even if they said, even if she is really five four, because I think she's closer to five five foot, maybe an inch or so taller. Anyways, um, yeah, there's, yeah, I mean, we're not judgy, but I mean, you know, we are watching television and just give us your feedback. They don't give us, no, don't tell me if you think Lagrette is ugly or pretty. Tell me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, tell her is. I don't want people. No, I think Lagrette is ugly. I think um, she's really pretty. Yeah, no, I know, but I don't want someone to be like, oh, by the way, I think you're totally wrong. I think she's disgusting. Okay. Like, you know, all right, all right. Um, I don't want judging people's looks. All I will say, though, is... Um, you're the one that called her a grandma. <laughs> um, the idea... Oh, God, what was I going to say? Oh, the reason why all newscasters are really good looking is because they want you to pay attention. And there's a reason why all ugly Not people all newscasters. are on television. Whoa, so LaGuerta um, is on to Miguel. And pretty much suspects Miguel for the kill of um, Ellen Wolf. You know what I didn't get is why is Miguel still being like flirty, flirty with her? Is it because it's just this still this act or this plan in Miguel's head to keep LaGuardia on his side in case anything comes up like it does come up? But um, 
you know, I understood that at first, like when in last week's episode, when they were um, at LaGuardia's and drinking wine and they kissed, I kind of got that because he was trying to just get some intel on the case. But so I guess is he like still just continuing that? Well, I would say this episode, he isn't, she is. She, I right. think, takes the Miguel role no, you're here, right. where it's just sort of like, oh, he want he wants the goods from me, and I'm gonna like bait him into it, right? Uh, but I think, and then Miguel obviously goes for the kiss here. I think Miguel, and I think what I sort of have the discussion for the end is, I think Miguel, the difference between him and Dexter is Miguel is too emotional, yeah, too close, and he's killing for those Hispanics, those damn Hispanics. <laughs> um, but I, I think, I think like, you know, Miguel's his heart's in it. Yeah, and you can't succeed as a serial killer. It's ridiculous saying that if your heart's in it, like the way he is. So he's like trying to emotionally, not duplicate. What's that word? Emotionally, something Kate you. Um, so, but I think it's the same thing. But he's now trying to see how much those. I think it's the same thing. How much does Laguerta know? But Laguerta's doing the same thing, and yeah, I think it's one of those things. It's like, like we said last episode, they're out, they're playing this cat and mouse game, but both of them underestimate each other. Yeah, you know. I guess last week's episode, I thought it was very clear that he, I don't want to say was using her, but that he was just trying to like. Oh no, that it was, it was. Yeah, very clear. But that that this episode, I'm like, wait a minute, why is he still like? talking about them and how he says he, he still thinks of them but and i think that threat is still there i guess yeah, i guess yeah. it is and that's just that's just yeah. all that it is is that it's still there i was just still like a little taken aback of like whoa we're still doing that <laughs> i think the reason why you think that is because now laguerta is ahead of yeah. miguel so you're like oh miguel miguel should put it away yeah but uh, you know they're still and like even playing. even from this scene versus last week's scene laguerta definitely last week on the couch on the during during the kiss and everything was way more vulnerable. Sure. Whereas this scene, like you could yeah. see, Miguel was still laying on the charm thick and all that, right. and Laguerta kind of had this wall up of yeah. like, yeah. oh, the water's boiling, like yeah. you know, like it was it was definitely a it different. Was all, it was all a plan for sure. Yeah. You know, just like oh, I have your the I sopa. Your... <laughs> um, so we learned that Miguel is now in a hotel because Sil kicked him out, and he sort of has Ramon as as his bodyguard. Um. We'll get back to, to LaGreta's house, but I wanted to mention they show this shot of like Hotel Belvedere. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's like CGI, the entire thing. So I was like, huh, I wonder. They'll do a lot of set shots of Miami, but they're actually in somewhere in Long Beach. Um, this hotel is actually in, it's in Marina Del Rey. Um, and it's actually a Marriott. Nice. But they just like CGI'd Hotel Belvedere. That's really funny. If, if you can recall when the scene comes up, it's like at night. When Dexter's going there, it's all it's a CGI'd sky. You, you could tell you could tell once, like you know, yeah. Um, but Miguel Laguerta's house, uh, we both laugh when Miguel was like, you know, uh, R.I.P. Ellen Wolf. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like you fucking. Not only that, but who says that in normal conversation? Right, right, sure. Also, this is also why I think Miguel is so much more dangerous than Dexter. Like he's here, plan like he's planning to kill Laguerta. Yeah, just because she's in his way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and this is someone he's known for. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah. You know? Um, I think it's pretty smart work. I don't know if you knew up until she goes and actually opens the trunk, like, you know, oh, the, the beer's in my car. I'll be right back. Yeah, the beer's warm, by the way. Um. 
but like this this little plan she has, I think it's like a really outsmarting. Yeah. Uh, a little, and it's kind of cool to see her like in that element sure, instead of sure. just like in the office, you know. It, it, it's fun to see when they have this whole cast of characters, and they are all colorful. Yeah, but they give them nothing to do. It is like you're. I'm with you. It is fun to see Laguerta actually yeah. not just be a stupid side character. Who yeah, doesn't, like you know, like she's actually like she got. Yeah. To the, her position sure. for a reason, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, do you think it's a little ridiculous? Dexter's literally across the street in his car. <laughs> okay, that like Wait, how? No, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. how? Yeah, like yeah. they're so close. <laughs> like at least like yeah. have them parked on the street and like use binoculars or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. how are you so close? And not even like ducking. Not even in the back seat. Like the street light is shining on his car. Like how are you not? You know? know, it's so funny. It's so ridiculous. So with the idea again of trust, Laguerta brings this sample. So we see basically Laguerta go with tape and, and Miguel's back seat, the trunk of his car, and looking for hair samples. I'm just gonna bring it to Dexter, but um, you know. Laguerta trusts Dexter about this hair sample and sort of under the board, but results above board and all that, um, you know, which we learn like while we learned that that was Alan Wolf's hair and we didn't, you know, we were waiting for Laguerta to catch on. We knew. Yeah. But we also see like Miguel is spying on this. I guess he's like accessing the database. Yeah. What's up with that? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm really confused at what happens at the hotel. I'm so confused. But I guess it's just the same way I can see who logged in and checked emails, who logged in at what time. You just could see who accessed the data. Yeah. But like that's... What were you confused about? Like, so is Miguel hacking the Miami Metro? I I guess the way I take it is like just the way like this, this user access code, which is LaGuerta, is comparing hair samples of... These past cases in the past week, and Alan Wolf is getting pinged. Yeah, it's really to let us know Miguel is spying for sure. And I um, get that in the show. Yeah, yeah. But like, let's just put it in real life. Like, I think it's like accessing emails from somewhere else. It's sort of the same thing, you know. I guess. But Listen, like, the, the show plays really fast and loose with the idea of like sometimes. Oh God, there's a scene in season six where no one's allowed to enter the crime scene until Dexter gets there. Oh, you told me about this before. There's times where Dexter on the spot can do like a blood check and there's times he has to bring it back to the office. <laughs> yeah. There's there's times where he has to like put it in another case and there's other times he just totally does it on his right. own. We are, we're, we're like just, follow the code. Just to see Miami Metro is running a hair sample that matches, you know, from LaGuardia, right. that matches Ellen Wolf. Like, that just seems a little too detailed for I, the this lawyer to know. You know, not even, like, another, sure. you know? And it's like, I get that a lawyer can look up a record if someone yeah. has been, you know, if someone has a record. But how can they look up police investigation? You know what I mean? Like, that well, that's what I was confused about. But I'm, I, I'm with you, and it, we, I could spend the rest of the podcast talking about this, but follow the code. <laughs> Because I'm with you, though. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew it was going to be a follow the code thing, but I was yeah. just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah. he's a lawyer. He's hacking into the Miami Listen, Metro. I, I have a huge thing. I hope you could explain it to me when we get to the hotel. But LaGreta <laughs> brings this hair to Dexter, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I, we talked about this already. Like, the cat and mouse game is still going on, but it's, like, with LaGreta, who's, like, yeah. untouchable. Like, you, just, you know, except for Miguel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Now the cat and mouse game is going on with someone who doesn't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Untouchable because she doesn't know that they're both killers. Yes, and just in terms of like 
what is Miguel going to do to LaGuerta besides kill her? Like, she's finding out all this shit on him, and once once he finds out, he has no recourse besides to kill her. Or like, he can't bribe Blackmail her. her. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Dexter, so LaGuerta finds out it's Ellen Wolf, right? Yeah. Dexter's face. Oh, my God. When Ellen Talk about w- acting. <laughs> Dexter's face when LaGuerta is telling Dexter... She's pretty confident Miguel killed Ellen Wolf. Dexter puts on this face like how I'm trying to describe it in a, a, a humorous way, just like I don't know. He just got tased. <laughs> like I yeah, I like just to- his eyes are as open as they can be. It's like as if you just told Dexter, I don't know, I don't know. Reed is actually a man. No, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It was. It was. It's just. It's great. You're right. I'm with you. Great acting by Michael C. Hall. Super laughable. You know. <laughs> um. I. I actually told Victor. Um. Last week, that he is incredible at <laughs> at doing, and I don't even want to say fake laughing, but doing like on the spot small talk laughing, and I envy it because I am awful no, at it. I like I'll just. Uh, I think this is uh I think this is um the same way a parent will tell you, Oh yeah, you're the best baby, you're naturally muscular, you're always that that's the that's the prettiest picture I've ever seen. I'm not that good of a great No, you small, really are. I'm not. You I'm not. really, really are, you trust just, me. You just love We me. went to his holiday Christmas party <laughs> and he was schmoozing the whole night and doing so many fake laughs and I was just like, Oh my oh, god, god, when did I you know God. Do I even like you? We don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, Deb and Dexter sort of have this soul-revealing discussion, right? Yeah. Um, Deb sort of asked Dexter... I'm sorry, Dexter asked Deb to be his best man. I'm with Deb, right? Like, why didn't Dexter ask her from the beginning? Yeah. And he gets like a cop-out where it's like, oh, I thought it was supposed to be a guy, blah, blah, blah. But I also think Rita would have also been like, listen... (laughs) Conyo over there. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be your best man. You've known him for yeah. seven days, Dexter. <laughs> like, um, oh, go ahead. Wedding planning is definitely funny because, like, there's been some th- some things that I have thought in my head, and I think that um, for anyone that has been that's, that's gotten married or is doing wedding planning as well, um, you know, you go, you kind of you think about it a lot. You know, you're going over it in your head a lot, whatever. Then when you talk to someone and they're like, "Wait a minute, what about this?" and I'm like, "Oh my god, how did I just miss that?" Right. Like, so I totally get Dexter just missing Deb. Like, I a thousand percent get that. Um, oh, oh, eight, you get Dexter missing Deb. Yeah, like I get Dexter being like, oh, oh my yeah. god, why didn't I think of that? I get that a thousand. It's almost like he needed yeah, to like yeah. say it out loud to get it. Um, I agree with you that Rita probably would have said something, but I think that their wedding is untraditional, just in the fact that it's, it's like a shotgun wedding. Is that yeah. what they call it? Yeah, it's a shotgun wedding. She's pregnant. Um, it's kind of you know going a little fast. So then it's like you know with all of those things in in line. Like yeah, why isn't Deb up there? You know what I mean. Let me go back to what you said, and I think I think it's a it's a good point that I didn't I wasn't able to verbalize it, but you did, and it just it makes it clear. Marissa won, Victor. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, look at you, just. <laughs> um, I think I'm with I. Th- I have to go back and listen. I think Dexter actually literally realizes it on the spot. He does. Yeah, but I think it it's portrayed by his face. 
Like oh. I think his face is just sort of like yeah, like this. Just the you know, if you ever have that realization of like yeah, I lost my keys, and you remember like on your the way you wear that yeah. on your face. I think he real like yeah, I'm with you. He totally had yeah. that realization. Like holy shit, and yeah, I, I, and we're in agreement. I get why it slips past Dexter, but for like you know when Dexter comes home that night and it's like, by the way, Miguel's gonna be my best man. Who? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. You have a best friend, like you know. Yeah. Um, so Dexter heads to Miguel's hotel. I never understood this entire sequence. So the idea is Dexter's going to break into Miguel's room. Yeah. To plan out, sort out, plan out his kill. Right. So he's at the bar and we see that Miguel and Ramon are... Drinking. Drinking. And the idea is where Miguel is going to get Ramon blackout drunk so Miguel can leave and yeah. go kill Laguerta. But still have an alibi. Right. Yeah. So, before I get into this, do you have any idea what I'm confused about or no? Not yet. So, Dexter calls the hotel to speak to Miguel Prado. Yeah. That hotel is tremendous. I just, is this a thing you can do where you can call the hotel? Can you connect me to I believe person's so. room? But then how do you know what, like, you? they don't tell you what floor, what room they are. No. So, Dexter just had, would, so is the idea here where we follow the code and just Dexter just picked the right floor and he went? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Then that would have to be that. Yeah. Okay. Fine, I'll follow the code there. Um, and also think about it too. I mean, I guess cell phones were big back then, but I think that like, like remember in like older movies, people would like someone would call the restaurant, and they'd be like, "Excuse me, uh, is your refrigerator running?" No, oh. they would be like, "Oh, you, you know, the concierge would be like, oh, you have a call because like not many people had cell phones, uh-huh. so I think calling the hotel and asking for a specific guest wasn't as uncommon. No, 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 no. I, I was never, I was no, never. No, I know the floors. I was never confused. I, I just was more about the idea of like. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Like where we live is not, um, you can't really do this as much. But back in the day when you had home phones and you knew someone lived on the street, I can get calling the house number and going to each house and like hearing which one rings. Right. So, all right, we'll follow in the code where Dexter just got to the right floor so we could hear the phone ring, right? Yes. What I don't get is what is turn down service? No clue. Oh, okay. So this is not, because that's where I was like, he gets turned down, down for what? Marissa 2, Victor 0. This, this is a Super Smash Brothers knockout. Just wait till next week, baby. Oh, my God. We're getting God. colorful. Oh, my God. We're getting God. something. Jeez. So, turn down service isn't a thing. Because the reason why I always got so confused. Don't say it again. Is because Dexter says, can I get turn down service? Tips her. That woman could lose her job, right? She just opens the door for Dexter? Well, it's funny because I thought, okay, so turn down service is whatever and then they're walking over to the room and i thought i assume that the woman would kind of look at dexter to open the door for her but um like she doesn't even right she doesn't I, even flinch it's just like in, instantly opens the door and it was like oh okay but then when she goes in she starts to mess with the bed yeah and then Dexter's i thought she was like, gonna find something uh, short but yeah um <laughs> just <laughs> but then she starts to mess with the bed and then dexter's like oh i gotta take a personal call can you get the fuck out so I just what turn down? I don't know. I'm assuming it's I, like I just changing so, the I, sheets. I was so confused, but the I was just so confused by it. And I always have been, and I was like, "Oh, finally, someone's going to be able to explain." It. And I know someone, and the someone will message me like, "Hey, listen, idiot, this is turned down to whatever." Uh, and I know we have Google, but we're doing the podcast yeah. live, and I'm not going to sit here and. And also, who doesn't put the "Do Not Disturb" sign on the door the minute you yeah. check into the hotel? I, I guess. I guess. I I think right if if you made me bet like what what actually happened, 
we're supposed to follow the code that this woman just opened the door for Dexter. Yeah, that's what happened. Right. Um, you know, let me ask you too, and again, and I'm really, I'm really not trying to nitpick. I guess I'm more follow the code here, but like if LaGuerta, if Miguel kills LaGuerta, it's not over. No? Or is it? Because she's been keeping it so close. No, it's definitely not over. I mean, but who's going to do anything, right? Not but Dexter. Maybe, okay, but someone is going to know that LaGuardia just did her access code to run this hair sample. I guess sample. so, right? I mean, like, yeah. there's no way it's over. Yeah. They're going to find I, reports that she had. They're going to find... But I think that's where we're supposed to follow the code. We're supposed to think yeah. once LaGuardia dies, that's where it yeah. ends. Um, so, just like Dexter... So, we kind of learned that, like, Dexter... LaGuardia... I'm sorry, Miguel. Jesus. Miguel Ooh. is he- heading to LaGuardia's to kill her. Yeah. And we get that scene where, and this is where I, like I say too, this is where Dexter and Miguel are just different. And we talked about this on the episode with Colton where Miguel pulls up to the house, slams his car door <laughs> to kill it. And here he just walks her up to the front door. Yeah. Now, do you remember if LaGuardia's car is in the driveway? I don't remember. Were you thinking about that at all? No. Because Miguel's walking into LaGuardia's house. He goes, Maria. Yeah. But it looks like no one's home. I just thought Miguel would have known that. Like if her car wasn't there. Maybe she's a garage. Sure. But let me ask you too. And God, I, I hate sounding this nitpicky. Where was LaGuardia supposed to be? Okay. That's what I don't know. Okay. Like, because where is she? And I, did did Dexter leave that voicemail on purpose? Definitely. So do, a million percent. Do you think he ever had plans to meet up? Like, no. Like so, how are we supposed to, as the audience, supposed? I think to know? the minute. Sorry, I think the minute Dexter realized that he that that Miguel was spying and that that Laguerta's name was flashing up on his computer, he instantly put two and two together that that's what's going to happen tonight, and that's what he made the phone call. No, no, I am. But I don't know where Laguerta. No, no, is. I, I I know that part. I know Dexter realizes that, and he knows. Dexter knows meeting point at LaGuardia's. Yeah. I guess the idea is, did Dexter sort of say, hey, LaGuardia, like in real life? No. LaGuardia, meet me at Starbucks No, at I think o'clock. it's off. Oh. Right. So Dexter calls LaGuardia, hey, I have some information. Meet me at 8 o'clock at Starbucks. Dexter purposely never shows. But he kills Miguel in LaGuardia's house, correct? Wrong. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um... So then never mind, because I was thinking, I was wondering that myself, and then I was thinking, okay, wait, I thought he killed Miguel in LaGuardia's house, and then if that was the case, she obviously had to be gone a lot longer than a meeting that Dexter didn't show up at. How I think this is was supposed to go down is Dexter actually called LaGuardia, meet me at Starbucks, 8 o'clock. I'm assuming they have cell phones because you're leaving messages on our house phone, so we have to follow the code just a bit purposely called her on a cell phone was like hey i'm running late stay there i'll be there whatever yeah calls the answering machine at laguerta's house knowing miguel will listen to the message purposely nosy yes but also being like hey we're gonna talk about that that alan wolf thing yeah so so miguel knows to get the fuck over there yeah knowing he's gonna open the door bam runs right into dexter um same thing where um. Oh, we were talking about uh, voice ants. What do you call those? Answering machines. Yeah. This is 2008. It's a little. Uh, yeah. How many? How many bad voicemails can be made in a series? <laughs> I you just. Know? I would want to know what that 
that writer's room was like. So I think funny. they took a lot of liberties. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? I mean, I think they took a lot of shortcuts for this ending to happen. There's a lot of following the code, starting with the hotel and LaGuardia's. It's very hazy. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good, though, that when Miguel was leaving, I was not expecting that. Let me say this. Hold on. Let, let me say this. And these are two separate things. One, I think it's it's done sloppily, this whole this whole ending. But it's riveting. It's just like, what's going to happen next? And when he yeah. opens, like, so you know what I mean? Like, while it is sloppy. It's almost like that doesn't make sense, but I like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, the premise of the show is ridiculous. Yeah. We still watch it. We like it, you know, but we just sort of skate past it. I, well, I guess what I'm saying is this, this ending is just sort of, there's a lot of question marks. Yeah. It's but not, I definitely thought it was good, though, when Miguel right, was leaving and right. Dexter got him. Th- I wasn't what, expecting it. That's what I'm saying. The, the two things don't necessarily have to go hand in hand. It is still, I, even watching it, watching you watch it was yeah. fun. Because, like, he opens the door and it's like, bam. And you didn't gasp because I think you knew it. You didn't know it was coming here. I didn't know it was coming. But you knew Miguel was getting caught. Something was going on, yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Um, so, our episode ends with the ever-so-traditional kill scene. I think this is one of the most... I don't I don't want to say intense. I, I think the dialogue here is great. Yeah. Like, just the way there, Miguel is... You know, Miguel and Dex are going back. So, and hopefully we have it up here in a little bit. Um, this is actually... Ellen Wolf's house. Ooh, you can tell why there's like sort of neon. <laughs> there's like neon chairs going on. Interesting. Um, it also works really well, like thematically, where this is where the reason why Miguel is being killed is, is because he killed yeah. Ellen Wolf. So it's like right in the same spot. Yeah, you know. No, that's really good. Um, like I said, I, I think this is the best kill scene of. I guess in Yen, we only have two main character kill scenes, right? We have. Brian, Brian and then um, him yeah because Dokes didn't get the the traditional you yeah. know whatever um, I just thought it was really well acted Do all we of it know why Dexter chose to strangle him well the only that, thing, is that just like more you, of like an intimate if you remember a few episodes and you definitely don't remember I was there's a scene where Dexter's kids remember he's dreaming about what his kids gonna be like and then we actually see like the kids just holding this little kill tool, and he's like, "Dexter Junior, what did you do?" When and it's like a fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aster and Cody are playing yeah. and whatever. So that little Dexter, I was like, "Hey, keep, I said this on the episode, and I don't expect you to remember it, but I was like, this is a little spoiler for what ends up happening. Whatever that tool is, yeah, is the same thing that little kid was holding. Okay, why does he strangle him? I don't know. Right, it's a lot more intimate. It's yeah. a lot more because there's a lot of stuff going on here because. I want to play the episode Fate. First of all, the episode's called I Had a Dream. Yeah. I don't know the connection besides Dexter had a dream of... See the neon chair there? Yeah. Dexter had a dream of having a friend. Right. And almost like having like a better life or a more normal life. Sure. That's the only thing. Because I had a dream. You know what that's from, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I just don't... Martin Luther King has nothing to do with (laughs) this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Because I want to get to some stuff here. Um, I know. I was just going to say that I, I felt like the most intimate kill thus far has definitely been Brian. And Brian was still probably more intimate than Miguel's. But Miguel, I think, definitely is second. And um, I was just wondering if there was a reason that like he did choose to, to strangle him or do something a little differently. But I guess it was just because Miguel is kind of a different circumstance than other or most kills. It's a good question. It's something I never thought of. In my head, it was just... 
intimate, like right. intimate. I don't it, even want an answer to it per se. I just, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, just interesting that he that he chose to kill him right. slightly different. But it, again, it was a different circumstance. So the episode fades from color to black and white. Any thoughts on this? Because it's something I always pondered in my head. I just could never. Same thing before where you said like Dexter where like Dexter realizes it mm-hmm. uh, about the best man thing. It's something I thought here too. I just never. Um, I don't have any thoughts on it in particular. No. Sure. Um, I love the line. Miguel's like, I treated you like a brother, and Dexter's like, huh, I killed my brother. I can, I know. And I killed yours. I know. <laughs> That's, I wish, I wish they would have let this, and again, while I rag on the writing sometimes, I wish, I wonder how much struggle there would have been, there was to, like, just let Miguel sit there and think that Dexter is actually the one who killed Oscar yeah. this entire time. I know? wonder if... Dexter told Miguel that he killed Oscarito <laughs> when before Miguel was on the kill table. Like how that scene would have played out. That's literally like what I what I what I wondered if they tossed that yeah. around. Like, man, should we let? Yeah, like, you know, like almost like if like they did it in a public setting where like Miguel couldn't act on his instinct, right. but like yeah, you know, yeah. um, because you that, just that see scene like you missed by the way where he slaps he slaps yeah, Miguel, yeah, but like you see like. When he tells them that he killed, um, Oscarito, <laughs> Oscar, um, like Miguel's entire body is like lifting up from like the the saran wrap, like to try. I think a really cool detail, and it, if it sort of like harkens back to if you remember little Chino, he just fucking bust out of all that plastic. Yeah, like, and they always show you like they are helpless once they're in the plastic, but Miguel, his fingers go through. Yeah, it. yeah, like, that's how much anger he yeah. had. Um. You see, like, you literally see, like, his body, like, lifting up, you know? I have to write this down because it's something I want to go back to. Um, But I wanted to play something here. Did you notice how the episode ended, uh, music-wise, when the the camera's sorting fading up to Dexter, and um, Dexter says, adios, amigo, and there's music playing. No. Anything? Okay, so I'm going to play it here, and I'll I'll have the audio on the podcast, but I'm going to play it here for you. So anything now that I played it, just that part is that like a slower, scary rendition of the Dexter song? So that's great. That's a great guess. It's similar. It is not the actual theme song. It's this other piece. It's called Wink. They play it. plenty of times okay so i actually reversed it and i want to play it here and you get that weird when people talk backwards so did they just take this song and reverse it? I just I just reversed the actual audio. Yeah. No, I know. So is that what they did? Yes. I just played it for you. But the one that aired in the show, they just reversed it. They didn't slow it down or make it creepy. They just reversed. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like I literally it's the same clip. I realize that you reversed it. I'm wondering if that's what they did. They didn't slow it down. They didn't change it, it in any way. They just reversed it. 
Yes, I literally just played the two clips side to side. Okay. <laughs> I never got why they did that, but I thought that was cool. Uh, anything on this episode before sort of a, a essay question for you? Oh, great. No. So, and maybe maybe if we want to save this for next week, we can. Now that we know how Miguel's life ended and all this. Was this like Miguel's plan from the start to just dupe Dexter? What do you mean? Like, because he comes at him and he's just like, he was gonna, he was going there to kill, to kill Freebo. Um, and we find, you know, that's how this got birth, right? Like, Dexter sure. killed Freebo and he came to see him and he gave him that shirt that next day. Sure. So from the start, he was duping Dexter. So, like, from the start, was this his plan to be this, like, crazy killer? Because the entire time, he's like, Dexter, please trust me. Please trust me. Please trust me. I'll do I anything. I don't know if I can agree with that completely, but at the same time, I don't know if... I don't have an opinion. I'm asking. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I would agree with that, though, or if... um. Or if we will never know. What do you mean you don't agree with? Because he did give him the shirt with fake blood. So as as a token of him being trust me, he was lying to him from right, the Right, but I don't know if he had these visions of being this this killer. It is interesting to think about. Like, it was... Because then, like, well, then what... How, how did he get to this point? Sure, yeah. You know, where he's killing... Was his goal to kill Ellen Wolf? Right. You know what I mean? I wish they would flush that out a little bit better. But yeah. I also do like the ambiguity of it. I like it like um, that, yeah. But, you know, if you just go and think about how Miguel was just trying to learn how to kill and Dexter, please trust me and all this, you know, um, I just I just wonder what what the whole point of everything was. With that being said, we can move to our season three finale. By the way, what would you call this episode? The penultimate. The Decalogue. <laughs> Marissa five, Victor zero. <laughs> no, you got minus two, four. What? Hey, I know you played this. Turn down for back. what? That was like a plus five. Yeah, but then you said, "Hey, okay. did you just reverse the audio?" Like, because yeah. you don't make any sense. So, that being said, we will see everyone next Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Facebook Live, maybe YouTube, and we will be doing the season three finale episode. Do you know the name of the episode? Nope. Do you take Dexter Morgan? Cool. <laughs> Adios, amigo.